0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Hey yo.
1: That's uh, welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Monk and wildcats. As always, fan listeners, I am your host, Adam, and I am joined, of course, by your favorite co-hoster, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. How are you? I-
0: Honestly, Chico. uh I Chico. will uh I'll say that I'm I'm lucky I'm lucky to be here. Uh oh. because I will uh I had a very near death experience over the weekend. Um I was I'm almost intrigued T boned. What? Uh on on Mountain Road. Um yeah, so this was I mean, I've never been in a car crash. Knock on wood. <laughs> um, but I've been in some close calls, but this one takes the cake. Like this really? one oh my God. Um, so I'm on Gorge Road. Yep. And I'm waiting to turn left onto Mountain Road at the lights. So I get the green and I begin advancing yep. to make my left hand turn onto Mountain Road. There's a van coming up Mountain Road, driving in the direction towards the casino, who just decides to blow through the red light. <laughs> and I I thought something didn't look right. I saw this vehicle coming at a relatively fast sp- speed. Right. And not slowing down. And I'm like, this is okay. So I slowly kind of stop but he's getting closer so i speed up uh and he jams on his brakes and has the audacity to honk at me (laughs) as they always do and yeah so when i looked back to see how close our vehicles were from from touching he was probably within inches of my back bumper really uh yeah so if i wouldn't have kind of sped up a little bit. I would have been T-boned.
1: Were you in the car by yourself? I was
0: with Megan. She was in the passenger seat. We okay, didn't have yeah. Avery in it. Uh, thank God. Thank God. Um, but yes, I was uh, wild. Wild experience. Uh, I, for, I thought maybe I was in the wrong. I mean, I thought maybe I was seeing, I saw a green light, but it was actually red. Yeah. yeah. But I looked up and it was green and I looked back and his was green <laughs> and- we went to Tim Hortons just so I could, well, we always go to Tim's and the person who was in the vehicle behind me kind of followed us to Tim's and said, uh, kind of looked at me and said, you know, you did nothing wrong kind of thing. So I was like, okay, thank God. Like this was, you know, I would have had a witness if anything, (laughs) uh, you know, ridiculous would have happened. But yeah, this was, this was a very, very, very close, um, Accident, uh, but yeah, like I said, very, very lucky to be here, and uh, just uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. That was like Sunday, that was Sunday morning, so very uh, you know, I was I I needed a few minutes to uh to kind of calm down, so we just kind of parked at Tim's and did that, but yeah, that was uh, that was wild,
1: (laughs) yeah, no pun intended, that was wild. Um, yeah, that's a lot crazier than you know the weekend I had full of sports and shopping and yeah. rain and uh yeah i went to you went to udm yesterday uh nice. again shout out to them thanks for partnering with us to give some tickets away uh they did get back in the series so it's now one one and a best of three so they're in dalhousie uh they were in dalhousie last night so hopefully they can get that one and and you know have some more hockey because you just kind of forget how good the hockey is if yeah. you don't go a lot and i went once last year or not last year i guess it would have been 2019 2020 uh so this was my first game i mean a lot of former Q players. I mean, Mika Sear was on UDM. Uh, Christian Huntley was on uh, Dalhousie. Jarrett Baker, who, for those who remember, still the same player. You can take the player out of Cape Breton. You might not be able to take the Cape Breton out of the player. Um, still running his mouth and, and not very tough. Um, Remy Engelhart. you know, Emilia Samson. Right, yeah. uh, Montepi, or Montepay, whatever his Mont, name Montpetit. Montpetit, yeah, yeah. that one. Uh, goaltender, uh, there's names I'm missing of that team, but just a lot of cute connections and it's really good, fast hockey. So, um, if they do get past Delhousie last night, um, and they're into next the next round, uh, tickets, I know at the door were about 16 bucks. You're, that's some of the best hockey you're going to see. Great, great rink. Um, it would be a good junior A rink if, if Moncton had one of those teams, like if they didn't have a UDM and you had a Junior A team here, that's like, it's a well, perfect that's, that's size for... Well, that's where the Junior
0: A used to play. Really? Yeah. Okay. So when Moncton had a Junior A team, it was, they were called the, the Beavers, the Moncton Beavers. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And uh, they played at the at the J. Louis Levesque. Um, great rank. Yeah. Uh, the Wildcats have actually had to have playoff games there before uh, because of booking... It stands East and... You know, when when, RV shows and yeah, when we were still at the Coliseum, you know, they'd have uh, every weekend in March and April was booked at the Coliseum for RV shows and home shows and speed sport and this and that. You just, you know, sometimes you just couldn't work around the schedule, so there would be Saturday night games at the J. Louis Levesque Arena, and you know, you put a thousand season ticket holders you know the the passionate fans in that rink yeah and it can yeah. get pretty it can get pretty wild and there was times where you know there was a guy i used to go to go to the games with and he was known as horn guy and he'd bring an air Uh-oh. horn oh. and so they the the air horns are banned at wildcats games because of this guy like he would we would sit behind the opposing team's bench and anytime they'd call a, a timeout he'd be there right behind their bench yeah, yeah, when yeah. the coach is trying to tell them what to do right and yeah um so yeah so obviously because of him the we're not allowed air horns at, at hockey games but makes sense man uh those playoff games were, were were wild uh let's put it that way just an incredible atmosphere um i remember it was ramuski i think it was and Ramuski had a, a fairly decent team, uh, if if, uh, if uh, my memories... I think it was Ramoski, anyways. Um, but yeah, it's great rank. Great rank. Rink. The,
1: the only negative on that rink is those pillars in the, yeah, in the stands that you miss. Yeah. Standing room is the best way to, to go if you're going to get there. Um, but again, shout out to UDM uh, on Instagram for allowing us to give away tickets, because if you guys know anything about us, we love to give tickets away. Um, and then, I mean, just another great part of Sunday... Tommy's coming back. Tom Brady's <laughs> coming back for one more year. Uh, I didn't, I thought he might, but I, I had started to get to the notion that, I mean, they're going to be in quarterback purgatory for the next few years with with a young rookie like Kyle Trask, or I guess second year, or we were going to go out and acquire one. And um, so I was kind of already setting myself. So being at the rink and having my phone blow up uh, for my fantasy league about that was... Was just a nice thing on the cake for for Sunday. So on
0: the same day, his last touchdown ball sold, sells for five hundred thousand dollars. Yep, and he I, decides to come back and yeah. play another season.
1: Yep, good times, good <laughs> times. Tough, uh, tough break
0: for the guy who bought that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, I think the only guy that I know there are a lot of people uh, that aren't as happy that Brady's back again. Just kind of want him to retire, but I think the one guy in the NFL that was happy for him was Jalen Ramsey, who had that final touchdown thrown over top of him. So he's happy that uh, that record won't stand. Uh, Into our uh, pop culture for the week, Big Brother Canada. Woo! Big Brother Canada. uh, My person, Kevin Jacobs, still there?
0: Kevin! uh, is still around. Kevin! Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's laying low this week and uh, doing good. Uh, So, yeah, we had last week... um, Marty from Petit Rocher was, uh, the head of household and Jay, uh, Jay Northcott was the, uh, house guest evicted. So he was a, um, he was a back, uh, how much, sure it wasn't a back door. No, it wasn't a back door. Um, he was a, uh, replacement, replacement right. nominee. I think it was, I, I can't remember that far back, but, uh, um, yeah, so Jay went home, and uh, so it was him and uh, JC. JC Lee was on the block. JC Lee won the, uh, um, won the veto, so she took herself off. And smart. Yeah, Marty put up uh, Betty. So no, so Jay was one of the original nominees, and uh, Jay was evicted. Um, and then Kyle, originally from Saint Stephen now a resident of Halifax, mm-hmm. uh, is the new head of household. So two straight New Brunswick uh, HOHs. Go team. And uh, yeah, so he uh, he's nominated uh, Moose, which is one of my guys, my, my guy. And uh, Stephanie are up for eviction this week. And uh, spoiler, you have uh, five seconds to turn this off if you don't want to hear it. Four,
1: three, two, one.
0: Uh, Moose wins the uh, power of veto, uh, takes himself off the block, and uh, Kyle uh, nominates Josh as a replacement nominee. So we will uh, have either uh, Stephanie or Josh evicted on uh, Thursday night. All right, well, like I
1: said, as long as my guy continues to uh, continue to show up, we good. Uh, and Matt Singer got started last week. Um, There's five go through, so it's good, bad, and cuddly. Uh, We had McTerrier, Firefly for good, Cyclops, and the Ram for bad. And then we had Cuddly. We had uh, Thingamabob. Got a few guesses. Um, I mean, McTerrier was revealed. Um, I mean, you had the golden record, the roses, the fake accent. Uh, I kind of agreed with Ken. I thought maybe it was Mike Myers. Mm -hmm. Um, It ended up being Duff Goldman from uh, Celebrity Chef. Celebrity Chef. Baker, uh, which was pretty good. I I would have never guessed that. Neither would I. No. Um, the one that I know for sure, and I'm I don't often know for sure. Uh, thingamabob Cuddly mm-hmm. is Philadelphia Eagles defensive end Chris Long. Okay. So the bell, uh, where are some of these clues? The bell is uh, a lot, whatever. The Philadelphia clue? Yeah, the Philadelphia clue is the bell. The eagle is the eagle. Right. Obviously, the tip jar with the bell, yeah, is that. The tackle box, he's a defensive tackle, defensive end. Right. Um, Hotel California, he's from California. Okay. The Bulldog has nothing to do with Nick Cannon. Uh, When they went on their Super Bowl run, they were the (laughs) underdog, So they wore dog masks. Okay. um, For that whole thing. So... Team Cuddly Thingamabob is defensive end Chris Long. I'm take. I'm locking that answer in. It's already highlighted on my, on my board here. I'm locking that one in. As for the other ones, um, I mean the only the only one that I kind of took a a second look, and it's probably not even close. But Cyclops, I, I didn't get that was the pirate map and the comic book and the compass and stuff like that. And then as they were going to break, they played Jeff Hardy's music. I heard that too, and I was like. All right, well, I'll take a guess with Jeff Hardy because I mean, he's got that big Cyclops tattoo up his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's into comic books, pirate map. He's, he's a singer too. Yeah, he's, he's a got singer. a band, right? Yeah. So. Um, he's just compass. He's all over. And I was Cyclops the North Carolina clue. No, it was the pirate map clue because you yeah. thought Lonely Island. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I heard the Jeff Hardy music and I'm like, that's all right. And it could yeah. be Fox WWE, uh, and I get that. But that's uh, those are my that's my guess. For one, and my my lock it
0: in. Okay, nice. Um, so for the thingma, Bob, I'm also on the Philadelphia Eagles train. Yeah. Um, same thing as you, Eagle. Um, the Liberty Bell, the tackle box. I don't know if that's a clue in regards to the position. I think it's more a clue in regards to football. Right. Um, and I think the bulldog clue does tie in to this person knowing nick cannon i think this is john darren bose i think that's how you pronounce his you pronounce his last name so he was a magician on america's got talent and nick cannon is the host of america's got talent yep he's also a former philadelphia eagle okay yeah uh and i don't know if he can sing that's the thing (laughs) um but if I start seeing clues about magic, I'm going to be right, yeah, satisfied yeah, yeah. with yeah. my with my guess here. Um, so yeah, so he's you know he's he's a well-known musician that's been on America's Got Talent, did it really well. Um, if you followed his career, there's people who have said that or he's actually said that when he got traded or he signed with Philadelphia, the Eagles saved his life because he was diagnosed with um, I forget what it was, but it was only the the Eagles doctors that discovered it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, I'm just I'm just running off that. I think that I think tackle box is just a football clue. Uh, Liberty bells, Philadelphia, the Eagles, the Eagle, uh, and yeah. So I'm going with uh, John Do- D- Dornbos. So I think that's how you say his last yep. name. But okay. Yeah. Um. Right. Who's the other one?
1: Uh, we had McTerrier, who we knew. Firefly, a right. couple clues. Tyler Perry, Apollo Theater. I thought maybe Tiffany Haddish, but Fair. I don't know
0: Firefly. If... I, have, I have no sweet. I have no <laughs> sweet Freaking clue.
1: Yeah, and then the Ram was. Uh, there was a Hamlet Macbeth clue right at the start. Uh, touchdown reference. So the, again, another football reference. Ram. Yeah, the Ram.
0: Did I see that? Well, I don't think. I don't know if I saw that performance. Okay. Um, so that, that, wait, those... yes, I did. Yeah. I didn't, but I didn't put a name down for it. My okay. bad. Yeah. Um, but Cyclops, I think, is Darius Rucker hootie yeah all right yeah country singer darius rucker also former lead singer of hootie and the blowfish because um, wasn't there a blowfish clue in that theme pack i think there might have been there might have been yeah so i think that's kind of uh darius rucker firefly no no sweet clue. no um weird the start to the show approved though. for a visa this is bad um <laughs> yeah that's not very good folks nope. um <laughs> My wife likes to spend money. I'm sorry, here we're going <laughs> off topic, but um, this is not good, right? <laughs> My wife is so bad with money, and she's supposed to be working out right now. So why the hell is she being approved for a visa? Maybe she—I was going to say—was she, she working know? out on uh, a visa approval? <laughs> uh, you know, um, I thought it was supposed to be leg day, not credit day. Um, so, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll we'll move away from that topic. Yeah. But the RAM. I'm so I totally, I I might have fast forwarded through that, um, through that guess, but uh, what were were some of the clues? Uh,
1: Well, there's the Hamlet Macbeth, a touchdown quarterback. Those are just some of the main ones
0: I noticed. Ram. Yeah. Ram. Oh, wasn't that the one where we thought it was Pat McAfee?
1: Pat McAfee or Johnny Hecker could be a little too convenient because it had the six. Pat McAfee. All right. (laughs) Well, Well done. You know what else I noticed about the show? There's no first impression guesses. I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, well, that's... Oh, she actually messaged you that she got it?
0: Yeah. Oh, no like... oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy.
1: Um, yeah, no first impression <laughs> guesses. So, I mean, that one was a little weird, but uh, it's, you know... I
0: don't that route. Ram. Ram <laughs> Pat McAfee. Okay. Good call.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mind that. Uh, so don't forget, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Monk to Wildcast, Instagram Wildcast Podcast on TikTok. And don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. We do try to put cool videos on TikTok unless they get taken down, but... You Know is what it is. Um, quick question getting slapped
0: across the face is okay, <laughs> yeah. But when you post yeah. the barbershop fight, it violates the uh, terms and conditions yeah. under violence, yeah. Uh,
1: maybe it was the stone cold music I put behind it, but uh, yeah, yeah but 6.2 thousand uh, views and uh, woke up on Sunday to it violates TikTok guidelines, but as what is what it is. Quick question, uh, March Madness gets underway. I know we're both huge NCAA hoop guys, our Saturdays are pretty much uh, taken up with um. Watching college basketball throughout the year, so uh, you got 68 teams because you've got the play-in tournament, uh, which is the top four teams to decide who's going to be the number 16 seed. So, Mr. Boucher, you're up. Yes. Who do you have winning the tournament?
0: So, um, for everyone who knows me, um, they know that I'm not a big basketball fan. You are or you aren't? I'm not. Oh, I, I thought I we don't were. follow basketball. What? I don't know very... I, I, I know basketball. Yeah. Fun fact, used to be the water boy for the Moncton High School Purple Knights basketball team. Uh, shout out to Purple Knights, by the way. Uh, New Brunswick Senior Boys basketball provincial champs. Well done. Over the weekend, it's Harbor Station or TD Station, whatever you want to call it, over the... Uh, it was a, a city rivalry against Bernice McNaughton High School. So shout out to the, uh, the Purple Knights on that one. Um, yeah, so I'm not a big basketball fan. However, I do like March Madness because mm-hmm. I like the concept of win and you're in, you keep going kind of thing. If the NBA playoffs were like that, I'd probably watch NBA playoffs. Or if the CHL was like that, if Chris oh, had can, his way, all 60 teams
1: that? and oh one and done, right? Can you imagine? That would be something, different regions and <laughs> one and done in the CHL playoffs. You load up or you or you yeah. go home. Yeah. It'd be something
0: else. Um. So, there has been a team that I have secretly cheered for, um, probably for the past 15 years. Can I have a guess? Sure. Gonzaga. You know,
1: <laughs> and the only so reason I guess that is because they're up in the Pacific Northwest, and yes, that's where Oregon is. That's where Oregon is. So
0: <laughs> I've secretly been a Gonzaga basketball fan yeah. for about 15 years. I don't own any cl- any articles of clothing yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. like that. But man, I remember when this team was like a 16 seed, a 15 or a 16 seed, and I was like, "Oh, Gonzaga! I like that name. That's a cool name for university. I'm going to cheer them." And every single year, they progressively, progressively, yeah. progressively got better. I think that they, they started out as a no-name school, maybe as a as a 16th seed. Yeah. They up, they 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 upset like number twos and number ones. Yeah, and they're now they're a number one. Right? Um, so I'm going to go with the Gonzaga Bulldogs to win the NCAA March Madness. Number one
1: seed out of the West. Yeah. 26-3. and three. Um, So I used to be a big basketball fan, uh, NBA. Back when I played in high school, I would have four or five different brackets, fill it out when we do all kinds of stuff in, in school. Go to the washroom in class and run to the library and jump on the internet because that was a thing kids if you're too young you we had to go to the library to get on the internet
0: <laughs> um
1: uh, but yeah i I'd go on the internet and i'd um check the scores or i'd you know catch a game at lunch and i'd come back just as the bell rang because i was missing that game at lunch um but i was always a big Arizona fan, okay. Mike Bibby, Miles Simon, they Sun went on, Devils, right? Nope, Arizona Wildcats. Arizona State is the Sun Devils. Ah, oh, right. Um, big Arizona fan. Back in high school, Miles Simon, Mike Bibby, like I used to record these games on the VCR, uh, just so I could watch him kind of model my game after, if you will, these these two point guards. So I'm going to take from the south, uh, the 31 and three, Arizona Wildcats, um. Now that do our, is do
0: our teams have a chance to meet? They here? absolutely do. Yeah, oh. the west is on
1: one side, the south is on the other side. You're going to see upsets, so it doesn't matter what you picked in your bracket, it's already been busted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your your chance of having a perfect bracket it's like is like 1
0: billion. Isn't yeah, it? it's
1: like 1 billion to 1. Like it's it's there's little chance to have that. I think you know, if you get 4 right by the time you get done, you've done pretty well. Yeah. Uh, because it used to be there was no real upsets. You might get the 12 over the 5, but now, I mean, we've had 16s over 1s, 2 over over uh, 11s, or not 2 over 11s, 2 over 15s. Like, it's, I mean, I could see Duke going on a run because it's Mike final year, but it is Duke, and Kentucky's always there. I could tell you there and said coach
0: name. So the Mike that, yeah. I don't even know that. <laughs> Yeah, so it. it it's... I can't even th- name you. Th- I can't even name one player on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. <laughs> I can't that's either. How much, that's how much <laughs> I watch basketball. Yeah, but I just like the name, and I've yeah. cheered for them for fifteen years.
1: Well, That's so. impressive, though. I'm surprised you actually don't have any uh, any gear. Like you got the Oregon stuff. I thought maybe you'd get that. If they win a Gonzaga. national
0: championship, I might. You know, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably buy something because it's a national championship, yeah. right? Yeah, but I respect uh, it.
1: Low key fan, you just. Yeah. You
0: know, you 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 know, you just wait till they actually do something, yeah. right, before you own it. Then you just go out and flaunt it. Oh, national <laughs> yeah. champions, you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 right? Yeah,
1: that's- absolutely. All right, let's get some news and notes from around the queue.
0: News and notes from around the queue.
1: So Barbashev will represent Team Red uh, at the Kubota Top Prospects game in Kitchener. I think I typed March 22nd, but I don't feel that's right. Uh, March 24th, I believe it is in Kitchener. Uh, he's on Team Red. Uh, the, QMJH the QMJHL announced what we all know: uh, the playoffs will be a best of five for the first three rounds, then best of uh, seven in the final. Let's be honest: if you went to 60 games, you might not be able, you might not have to go best of five. Just saying, um, if you go on 60 games, because you go 60 games, you finish. I mean, the WHL is going to finish before us, so there's going to be some. There's going to be some upsets, and I mean a second round series between a Charlottetown and a and a Saint John or a Quebec and a Bathurst. I mean, there's going to be teams that are good teams that are going to go out in that second round, all over the league.
0: Uh, this is going to be one hell of a playoff. Yeah. Um, there could even be upsets in the first round. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, this this is maybe not the West, but in the East. Yeah. Holy smokes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like in in the West, though, you're going to have your teams
0: that are. Yeah.
1: Your top four are gonna get to your top four.
0: This this East is 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 bonkers. Uh what did I see? Is it right now are we against Quebec? Is that what did I see that correctly?
1: Uh we did yeah. And I'll fill it in. We are against Quebec right now in the I in like the that matchup. Yep, I do too. So in the West, as of right now, you'd have Shewinigan uh Bacomo. Because doesn't the team from the Eastern Conference come all the way up?
0: uh if if it's if it's necessary. got more points right so necessary. victoriaville's
1: got 35 points bacomo has got 38 so mm-hmm. uh, don't quote us on that but we'll go with that for now so Shawinigan, Bacomo, uh Gatineau Renard Sherbrooke Blainville Drummondville Dor and in the eastern conference Charlottetown Chicoutimi Quebec Moncton St John Rimouski and Bathurst Halifax which ties into the next part of the news if you have 59 dollars folks yeah. I would go ahead and buy the QMJHL playoff package. So those came out today. Uh, the the full CHL is eighty nine ninety nine. I mean, there's going to be some good games in the WHL between the you know Edmonton, Everett's, Winnipeg's. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be good games there. OHL, I'm not sure so much on who's running that show, but in the queue for fifty nine ninety nine, and hopefully the Wildcats give us fifty percent off for season ticket holders. Uh, fifty nine ninety nine, you're going to get unbelievable games throughout the whole. The whole playoffs, like if the Wildcats are eliminated, we probably will still have some shows because the playoffs are going to be. I mean, we got draft coming up, but also yeah, we can talk playoffs, right? Maybe and not
0: every week. Not every week, no. Uh, but every couple weeks after a series, some, is try over. to get some guests on and, yep. and stuff like that. But, but we can we'll,
1: we can still watch the, the games. Oh yeah, and, like yeah. there there's going to be some good games as we get into this. So uh-huh. um, they came out today. The playoff package again. CHL TV. You can get the whole CHLC uh, playoff season for eighty nine ninety nine. That's everything. And OHL WHL or Quebec Major Junior League is 59.99. Hashtag non-sponsor. Uh, your QMJHL team of the week. Uh, Simon Pinard, three games, eight points. Justin Robidoux, three games, nine points. Perrick Dube, four games, eight points on the on the back end. Jeremy Langlois, two games, four points for the Eagles. Uh Matias three games, four points. And in net, Nicholas Herdeby's. Two games, a 9.33 save percentage, and two goals against average. When are we gonna see team. a wildcat
0: on that? It's been a while. Eh? Mm, I don't want to say when. Yeah, I want. On... I want to touch on one thing. Back on news and notes here. Yeah, yeah. So I have it on good information. Like, that... do we need
1: the TSN internet or no? No, no. Okay, okay. Not breaking it's not, news then. It's not, it's, well, it's... okay.
0: <laughs> that there have been preliminary discussions within the Ramuski organization. Uh, to host the 2025 Memorial Cup in Rimouski. And if you look at their roster, so this would be when the 2004s are 20. Right. Their 2005s, which is their 16-year-old group, will be 19. Uh, And if you look at what they've got, that looks pretty good. Right, they've, they have had three first-round picks last year, I think. So, like, uh, there was, like, Kyle Hagen and Mael Saint-Denis. Yeah. Um, there's one guy I'm missing. I think his name starts with an M. Uh, he would be No. 05. D? Luke Coughlin. Luke Coughlin, yeah. And there's a forward as well. How many first-round picks did they have last year? Three or four. And then I think they uh, got... Cor- 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 Max- Maxine Maxime That's another one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Corsol three this year and I yeah. think two of the year after yeah.
0: that. So they're, they're sitting pretty if that's, if that's in fact what their, their plan is. And look at this point, much of what their 04 group looks like, like they've got uh, Aguilar. Aguilar, uh, Charles uh, Cote. Yeah. Like it's, it's looking uh, good up there in Ramoski for. Matthew, for J- or Jacob Matthew. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So they're, they're looking good. Plus what they've got in the pipeline, uh, in the cupboards. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you look, if you want to look right here too, in, in Moncton, like that, the 0-4 group, I mean, you take Vincent Filion as a 20-year-old goaltender, you take Iacenza yeah. as a 20-year-old defenseman, and you take Loshing as a 20-year-old forward. I mean, barring these players going pro in their 20-year-old seasons, which I doubt will happen, maybe Loshing, possibly Ayasenza, maybe Filion, but I don't, I just don't see it. That's a, that's a pretty good, Know. Uh,
1: yeah, that O four group, that's Thomas OJ too. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's, you've you've uh, got some choices here. Yeah. Um, that's your OJs. You're you're going to have a tough choice on on who to take as a twenty year old forward there. Um, your 5 group is Morin, is Mercier, is Grenier, is Bayer-Jean, It's Lounsbury. It's Saracen. Saracen, right? Um, so. Thompson. Kiefer Thompson, you you're gonna have the, the two thousand twenty-three Valdor first round pick, which is probably gonna be a lottery pick. All right. Yeah. So um Barbershop, if he's
1: still here, is an 0-3? No, he the O
0: threes oh, yeah, will be yeah, will yeah, be O3 out, three, right? Yeah. So yeah. um so yeah, I mean I, I if I'm Monkton, I'm I'm saying let's throw in a hosting bid as well. Whew. Um and and try to get uh you know, try to get that uh That's,
1: that would be something, but, but is the Q gonna wanna go three
0: maritime teams in a row?
1: And that's the big. That's question.
0: that is the thing, but right. But it's at, also
1: rosters should be fairly even, depending on what Richie builds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then it comes down to the city, the area, and the arena, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know Ramouski's arena. I mean, our arena is bigger than Ramouski's, but I don't know where Ramouski's arena
0: is to yeah. the hotels and situations. Mm-hmm. It, it, and... It's Rumuski. It's it's, yeah. it's a small community, a hockey community. Um, you know, it's it's well positioned. You know, it's only six hours from here. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a good, beautiful spot right on the, you know, the, the St. Lawrence River. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful little city and I'm sure they can pull together a festival for 10 days, but in terms of arena capacity, um, events, hotels,
1: Moncton Moncton's, Moncton's
0: yeah. got it, but it all comes down to the selection. Like that's part of the selection, but it's also, you know, the team yeah. that's going to be on paper yeah. when you, when you submit your bid. So let's, uh, I don't know. I think right now we're and Moncton should be throwing bids in for this, for this 20, 2025 Memorial cup. But yeah, really premature. Just, uh, you know, they're, they're chatting about it within their organization,
1: which I mean, you kind of have to, when you start, when you had three first round picks last year, you got mm-hmm. three this year. And I think you got three after, which helps when you move, uh, Biak Patuka and, uh, Duke, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's, that sets you up real nice, so it should be, yeah. That's that's an interesting little combo, and we'll we'll have to see if if Moncton wants to go back to back, or not. Moncton wants to go back to back. The Q wants to go back to back to back in in the Maritimes. But hey, that's if that's where the market is, and that's where you can have the best ten day tournament. Mm-hmm. That's you gotta go where where you can have the best yep. tournament. All right. Speaking of that team, let's get into the uh, weekly we rerun.
0: Weekly Rewind. Well,
1: this was fun. Uh, The Wildcats go (laughs) 21-17, 5-1 for 48 points, 5th in the Maritimes, as we just said, 7th in the East, which gives us a series versus Quebec based on points. We're not going to go through this thing game by game by game. Uh, Wednesday was a 5-1 loss to Sherbrooke. Friday was a 5-3 loss to Bathurst. And Saturday was a 5-0 loss to the Sea Dogs. So clearly there's a theme of goals against. Or goals, yeah, goals against. Um... I mean, look, it's three losses against teams that are top six in the division, or top six in the queue, really. So you kind of saw it coming. It wasn't going to be an easy stretch. A um, lot to unpack here. Where do you want to start?
0: Um. Well, last week we called out the power play. Yeah. And two for seven in three games. Well, it, it look, <laughs> they got two power play goals against yeah. Bathurst. Yeah. Right. And there were, like, back-to-back power play goals, so good. Go sports. Yeah, go sports. Just hope both teams have fun here. (laughs) Um, I really don't know where to start with these games. A, the Bathurst game was a cluster of mistakes. Um, Bathurst was a pointable game. Yeah. You
1: had a chance to get a point.
0: Yeah, you, you 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 were in it. Yeah. Um. However, you were not in it to win it. No. Um. And that's kind of going to be the whole. I guess important thing here, in the second half, with the schedule we have, the rest of the way, is how many of these games are you going to be in? That's that's the key thing here, and. I think, you know, we said it a lot last year, is that if you compete, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and pick a bone with every single player because, no. yeah, there's a couple players who I could probably call out right now. But, you know, we've done that in the past and uh, a certain individual on Twitter just haven't, hasn't, you know, wasn't impressed with us. So let's right. put it that way. So we'll keep it nice and clean here. But I think these players know who they are. hmm um, if there was a, you know, we could probably say that these players are, uh, cooking up a, a nice fresh batch of turnovers. Yes. Right? Yes,
1: there could be new businesses yep. of a turnover. There's in, in Moncton.
0: A nice bakery in town. Yes. With like, some absolutely. Turnovers on the menu. Yep. Uh, um, which isn't really like nice, team, juicy turnovers. Yeah. Um, filled with stuffing, <laughs> stuffed <laughs> yeah. with, with errors. Yeah. Um, However, I, I do think the St. John game was good. I, I think they played really well. Uh, I, I don't think, I can't remember a goal that was faulted. St. John just capitalized on their opportunities. I don't think any of these goals were mistakes. No, because
1: uh, the DeForest shot was top shelf. Yeah. Uh, the Lawrence one was tucked in behind. A couple oh. of rebounds that he didn't really have, and they were on top of the crease. Uh, so yeah, I don't think there were any bad goals per se. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's my my thing. I I know there was the Bathurst game. There was a Saint John. Was there? there was a third game. wasn't Sherbrooke it? last Wednesday. Right, right. The Quebec team. Yeah, we never see those anymore. No. Um. Yeah. Um. The Sherbrooke game. Um. Yeah, but, I don't know much about that. No, it's... I I that was a week ago. I forget already. So <laughs> you can take that one. But that I, one.
1: Again, a theme. Moncton was in that one in the first period, and Moncton was in the Bathurst one in the first period. Moncton was in the St. John one in the first period. Um, I mean, Bathurst—they got in a little bit of penalty trouble. They got outshot twenty to thirteen against Bathurst, but it's two to one. You're right in that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: St. John, it's 12-10. ten. St. John's up one nothing. Dufour is Dufour. Like he can—he's having an unreal season. So on the power play, I don't care. Like I. I or on the penalty kill, that that's fine. That's going to happen against St. John. Sherbrooke, 11-10. Both teams are fast. Both teams are physical. The issue is with this club, and Dan's talked about it on the YouTube post-game shows that they do, or reports. We on post-game. Uh, the reports there, they come out in that first period, and, and it, it's kind of like they forget they got to go another 40. And yeah. it's been a theme that on, on the post-game shows on Instagram. That's the theme. Sherbrooke, uh, 10 shots in the first period, 5-7 in the third. You're not beating Sherbrooke if you're getting five shots in the second period. Um, St. John, 10, 10 shots in the first period, five and five in the second. Um, Bathurst, 13 shots in the first, five in the second, eight in the third. Mm-hmm. So it, it's something where, I mean, you joked about can we deny power plays? Can we do the old school peewee or under 11 or whatever it's called, scrape, and then just stay on the ice and play the rest of the second period? Because it's something in that locker room that, I mean, if this team... Has a lead after the first period. I feel like the second periods are better if they're down. We we get into trouble, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, the biggest takeaway from both from the Bathurst game I mean, obviously, OJ is done for the year. Um, there's reports it's a broken ankle and a sprained ankle on the other one. Um, it looked like what, both like both ankles, yeah, one and one. Oh, okay. yeah, so it was it was bad. And I and I said he went down hard, I thought he actually stepped on. On Turnier's stick, um, but after watching the replay, it was it was a hit. And you know, Sean's article on Monday come out. Richie's obviously disappointed in the suspension, mm-hmm. as he should be. I mean, we lose a top player for the year, and they, they're gonna get that guy back in four games. And it's it doesn't it this isn't just because it's OJ. It doesn't matter who gets suspended coming off an injury. The suspension is never going to be as long as the injury. Um, Hamel's out now for a couple weeks. I mean, Casey, we're not sure. I think this is a time where, I mean, you you got St. You got St. John one more time. You got uh, Charlottetown twice, all three games on the road. Put the names in a blender and away we go. Uh, switch this thing up. Try and find, because you have to now find OJ's offense, mm-hmm. which is fourth on the team, 26 points. Um, he was a very good can- candidate for rookie of the year who you had picked. Um, but you know, I, on the, the live there, I threw out loshing Label, uh, Barbashev, Mercier, Tybel, Kalmakoff, uh, Pavin, uh, Mueller, Daniel, um, Archibald and either Lounsbury or Saracen, whenever his season's done, I think they were in a championship game in, in RNA. He's in RNH, right? Prep school. Saracen. Yeah. yeah, so I think they're in the championship game. So if their season's done, call them up. I mean, you you, you got to get these guys something. Uh, and then Kluche on the fourth line, and then your defense, Bellamy, Pilat, Ayasenza, uh, Moran, and uh, Olsen, and Darcy. Because, and this isn't a, a demotion for Kalmakoff, but this is a 20-year-old bringing Mercier along. And, you know, you got to find that offense somewhere, so you might as well go to his teammate and best friend, Mercier, and see if you can find some sort of offense, but this is a time to put these lines in a blender and see what you get, because you can't just keep rolling out the same lines. I'm, I'm all for chemistry and stuff, but now would be the time to try something new and and put these lines together.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I, you know, I have nothing wrong with uh, Alexi Daniel playing on the second line on the no, right side. Yeah. This isn't anything against him. Uh, how like his his game is just more suited for third line shutdown. Uh, exactly, and. He's got that ability to chip in offensively. Uh, we've seen he can score. Yeah. This, the, like, I, I would absolutely love to see Mercier on the second line on the right side, playing with, you know, a guy like Ty Bell and Barbashev. You know, leave that top line as is. Leave it as, I don't care. LoShing, Labelle, Kalmakov, leave that mm-hmm. together. That's your top three you know yeah. but you know Bell and Barbashev you can tell their, their chemistry is coming along uh and a player like Mercier who just works his balls off I've never seen someone you know so I mean with the exception of, of obviously Jacob Pelche come in so young but work so hard yeah um like he's he's if you don't watch, you need to really watch him away from the puck to really appreciate his game. Uh, but he's, he's getting his opportunities. We saw, we saw him on a breakaway against St. John. I just, I think he's really timid right now. Um, his breakaway opportunity. He just tried to, you know, basically, shoot, it. Sh- sh- yeah. shoot he put it right in, in, in Couture's glove. Yeah. Right. In midget, he would have made a deke, right. He's just, I think he's super timid right now. And, I think playing with a couple of guys like Barbashev and Ty Bell will will really help him out. And Alexi Daniel, like, you know, he can sure he can, he can play that offensive game, but he's just more of a third line player. Yeah. And so, if I were to make any lineup changes, I'm just moving Mercy up and and moving Daniel Daniel down to the third line. It's, uh, I just think that's leave everything else the way it is. Your top line stays intact. Yeah. Ty Bell and Barbashev stay intact. You just move Merce up. And, you know, Daniel plays with, what, Mueller and... Um, Pavan. Pavan. Pavan, if, 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 if he's... Yeah, we he, don't, He's he
1: left the game on Sunday yeah, or Saturday, so... Sorry, you're, I, I just think that Moncton's getting into a situation where if they don't find some... Like, they're becoming a one-line team. Or if you mm-hmm. shut down Loching, LaBelle, and Kalmakoff, and Kalmakoff can score, so maybe he elevates Ty Bell and, and Barbashev gets points, but... I don't mind keeping the top line together either. And switch up to power play, right? Yeah. You got to see Mercier on the second unit on the right side. Another thing we mentioned last week. Yep. That's why we're throwing things out every week.
0: Like that's uh, This is the stuff I don't understand. Like it, it's well, like We're not coaches here, um, but this just seemed to me like it's... He, this is Mercier who's going to be getting so much more responsibility next season why not start him like give him the responsibility now right he was you know if anything if he needs anything right now it's coaching um like he came from midget program you know coaching's not that it's not the same level Mm -hmm. you know you're playing with an NHL coach who's probably speaks wonders of this of him already yeah give him the opportunity to play big time minutes with with big players and he's gonna produce. Like he's already producing as a fourth line player. Um we saw him, you know, a simple play on that on, on Saracen's first Q goal, which is a bank off the boards. Yeah. Right? That's such a simple play. Like he can he can make these plays and he so he's he's a playmaker. He can shoot the puck. Just give him the opportunity to play uh to play bigger minutes and he's he's gonna produce. Like it's to me, I just you know, taking OJ off the right side on the on the second line and replacing with Merce, it's, it's the two are balancing each other out. Like yep. there, There's no, there's no difference between the two players. They're both sm, like sh- small, skilled, fast players that are just going to, you know, th- th- the results are going to be the same. Just give yep. Merce the opportunity.
1: Yeah. It's, I, it kind of sucks too that Hamel's out. I mean, that's, that really limits your, your defense. Cause we, I mean, you got Dalamont or Darcy, those were the, the healthy scratches and Darcy got in and didn't take any shit from, from uh, Thomas Casey, or from, not calm Thomas Casey, from Ryan Francis, who's poking at her goalie up 5 nothing and he, and he threw him down, and that's that's the kind of stuff you're going to need, and um, I mean, that St. John game, Moncton could have been up 2-1 easy. They hit, uh, Archibald had a tip. Uh, I think Pilot hit two posts, so they're right in that thing, and, like I said, this is kind of the time to try something new. I mean, you got two against Charlottetown, and they've they're a little bit banged up. Uh, they're missing three players. They're still going to be really good. This is our first time getting to see them. I mean, it won't be live, but this post trade deadline. So, um, you know, you're just trying to get better every night, and that's exactly what a Quad team has done in the past two years. And they're competing every night, and they're showing up every night. It just it they do seem like they're a little bit more undisciplined than they used to be.
0: Mm. It, it's just. The young, yes, yeah. it's, it's young, right? It's it's, uh, they don't have that leader that we've right. had in previous years. That you know to kind of calm them down and. Which and, shout out
1: Chris? He asked who the leader was going to be
0: in the preseason. Yeah, nope, guy it didn't happen. No, um, I think honestly, I think we the leader we had, you know, was released at Christmas time. Uh, and that was yeah. Jacob Stewart, right? Yep. Like he was, he was such a, he seemed like such a calming influence. Someone that's been around the team for years who've, you know, you, he's learned from, you know, the the, 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 the Asperos, the Sears, the McKenna's, the Pell Jays. He's learned from them. Mm-hmm. And then even Jacob Hudson last season. And we thought someone like Francis Langlois would be that person this year. In the second half, but he's gone off into disappeared, yeah. right? So, um, we we don't have that presence in the locker room. You'd think it would maybe be a Hamel, but you know he's he's being that leader, but he's also just not the same, you know, type of, of, of leader. Yeah, right. You yeah. just he's a um, quiet leader, not yeah, the yeah. It's so it's that's I think that's what it's missing is it's they're missing that dressing room presence, but that just tells them, look, relax. Yeah. um, You know, don't, don't grab and hold on to players, just challenge these players and just do whatever you can to, you know, to disrupt the play and, and not take penalties. And yeah. that, that's a big thing right now is they're, they're missing leadership. And it's, uh, it's, it's another thing. I think that there's no one on the, on the, in the younger group that, I think is, is stepping forward. Like you look at Anaya Senza, like he's, his game's starting to take off here. Um, I just don't know where he's, where, where, where his leadership stand, you know, where he stands on the leadership uh, totem pole, I guess yep. if you want to put it yeah, that yeah. way. And, you know, when Nathan Casey was brought in, he was touted as being a future captain. Well, you know, he's always, you know, he seems to be hurt all the time. So it's hard to be a future captain if you're, you know, if you're constantly on the injured list. So. It's tough to really find someone who's going to take that next step on on the team.
1: And that's why we probably haven't given the C yet to a guy, a younger guy, for the next couple of years. And this is the year to try and see which one of them kind of takes a leadership role, whether, you know, whoever it may be. But, yeah, I didn't even think that the leadership that we had could have been, unfortunately, released at Christmas as part of of doing business. So, Mm -hmm. like I said, we got uh, Charlottetown on St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, and then we got St. John on the Saturday, and Charlottetown again on the Sunday, all three games on the road. Um, So, they're not home till the 22nd and the 24th. So, get your tickets. I mean, there's 40... Gotta find the Sunday game. Nope. Yeah, 4,200 people? Yeah, 4,200 Saturday against against St. John. So, I mean, that's the best part, is the team's getting the support from the fans. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, continue to get your your tickets at Ticketmaster. And uh, let's get to everyone's favorite. Uh, oh, I always do this. Everyone's favorite part of the show.
0: Eric Murray, realtor, buyer house from him. Stick tap of the week. I didn't realize this show was up. Jeez, we're, we're, we're just moving along here. Yeah, man.
1: We're, we're, we're moving.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so this stick tap of the week is, it's not someone you're going to be able to tag on the old uh, Instagram or whatever. Um... But it's, uh, it's a very important message that I'm about to deliver here. Uh-oh. So, as you know, Monday, um, we are kind of gone with the whole masking, of course. And uh, we're kind of back to normal-ish, if you want to put it that way. Yep. Um, respect. Uh, respect is, uh, going to be a big thing now.
1: R-E-S-P-A-C-T. Yeah. Right. But it's,
0: it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a funny thing because, you know, it's a month ago, you could walk into a grocery store and you're wearing your mask and there's someone there that's not wearing a mask and you give them a dirty look. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? You never know. You never know what they're going through. Um, but now it's the same, it's like the roles have reversed where, you know, it just seems, you know, 90, 90% of the people out there right now are not going to be wearing masks and there's going to be people that still need one. They still need to wear one because of, um, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're in, yeah, maybe they're still Maybe they have COVID because you yep. don't need to isolate anymore, yep. or maybe they're immunocompromised and you you just don't know this. I maybe went to their the g-
1: family member. Yeah, yeah,
0: like I went to the gym this morning and, you know, the younger people were not wearing masks, but the older people were, uh, and it just I don't want it to get to a point where, you know, there's a. Division where it's oh well, you know, why are you still wearing a mask? If someone's yeah. still wearing a mask, um, show them the, you know, if anything, just say thank you for still wearing a mask, right? It's yeah. like you know, um, a month ago, I wouldn't have <laughs> if I saw somebody at Superstore not wearing a mask, I wouldn't have went out, I wouldn't have went up to them and said thank you for not wearing a mask, <laughs> right? Like it, it's yeah. it, it's just a different uh, it's a different life right now, and it's going to take time to adjust. Um, so just just be respectful. Uh, you never know what these people are going through, uh, why they're still wearing a mask, you know, why, who they, you know, who they're protecting to, as to why they're still wearing a mask. My mom's still wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I, if I go to a, a, a hockey game and there's, you know, I'm sitting beside people I don't know, I might, I might wear one for all, what for all I know, right? It's, But, uh, I will say that it was nice to see so many beautiful smiling faces, right? Like it's, it it was such a weird thing for me to go to work today and not have to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, talking to people and they actually see what I look like and, you know, it's just what a wild, what a crazy, crazy life that we live in and, um, yeah, like it's to, to think we don't have to wear a mask at hockey games anymore. Uh, don't have to wear a mask at the gym anymore. Uh, grocery shopping. Grocery although you shopping. Do on,
1: although you do it online after your yeah. revelation two years ago. My, yeah, my, was...
0: my mind-blowing Walmart experience. <laughs> and Superstore. Yeah, and Superstore.
1: Um, yeah, I, I work at Moncton Honda and um, in the service department. And I would say probably 90% of people had their masks on today. Yeah. And by today, I mean Monday when this was recorded. Um. I mean, I, I'm still going to wear mine because of what Layla and I are going through. Um, but, you know, the Avenir Center, I just brought it up as Jeremy was talking. Proof of vaccination proof of vaccination no longer required. Masks are not mandatory. Um, however, you're still allowed to wear one. And social distancing and seating pods are gone. So they're back to 100% capacity. And I'll probably wear mine on the concourse mm-hmm. and then take it off at my seat. Yeah. Just to, you know, there's a lot of people I talked to that were, they're just not sure about this whole thing, so they're going to keep it on and see just kind of how this goes for two weeks or a month. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of into that same same realm. So
0: and it, it,
1: like it's, it's all personal choice. It,
0: it is as it is personal choice, and you know, respect is 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 respect matters. And uh, I think Craig Eagles had a perfect tweet like two weeks ago, where you know he just that day that they had that press conference and he go in, he he goes in and he talks to his students about it at Moncton High, about how, you know, there's still going to be kids that are at high school that are still going to be wearing masks. Like Avery went to school today and said there was only, you know, one, one kid in her class that was wearing a mask. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I told her, I was like, look, whatever you do, honey, just if, if someone decides to wear a mask, don't say anything, you know, just, just let them, let them wear a mask. My nephews, there was uh, one person wearing a mask in their class because the kid had COVID over March break, but because you don't need to isolate anymore. This kid's still going to school. Yeah. Right. So it's, um, uh, this is going to take some time to adjust. Um, and I don't want to go political, but you know, if you ask me, I, I think we'll probably be wearing them again by, the fall um but uh yeah we will we'll see about that it's just be kind to one another and and respect everyone's choice love it
1: the stick tap week sponsored by eric murray real estate with the remax avante team if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater moncton or surrounding area make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802 that's a good one. That's going to be tough to uh, tag on Instagram, but uh, I'll see what I can do. Maybe hashtag respect instead.
0: That might be tag one. Aretha Franklin.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the Wildcast Wildcat of the Week. Rosemary Lynn Massage back for another year. Right now, Angelina and Nicole are accepting new clients, and they do direct bill. Give them a call at 506-830-1224 and or Instagram, Rosemary underscore Lynn underscore massage. Wildcast of the Week. Well, it wasn't a great week for the Wildcats, so we're going to go with a guy that just kind of keeps rolling along. Three points in the three games. Was a third star in the St. John game, um, which, I mean, there wasn't a lot going on in that game, so um, he, was the, he was the best player in the ice. Five shots, trying to make things happen. Um, there's really not much left to be said of this player, um,
0: the, but the Wildcats Wildcat of the week is number nine, Brooklyn Kalmakoff. I kind of want them to start playing, like, the Crime Time WWE entrance song. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> like when he... <laughs> honestly, I was waiting for uh, for the PA
1: guy to be like, bubba, 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 oh but he God. he rolls his ends like you know, ka, the ka, 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 Yeah. Ka, yeah I, 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 oh honestly, I thought we were gonna get something <laughs> like that. Um, that'll do it for the show. A couple things that we kind of forgot about to talk about. What? Um, well, Jordan Spence made his debut yes. for the LA Kings. First NHL uh, point. And look, I tweeted it from. You know, there's not a lot of firsts you can do in the NHL or pro sports nowadays, it seems. But the first Japanese citizen mm-hmm. uh, and the first Australian to play in the NHL. So that's that's unreal. It's good to see him getting a team. And he's not even, like, getting minutes on a team that's bottom five in the league. Like, they're right there in the playoff race.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the other thing we buried, and I can't believe you forgot about it, baseball, bro.
0: Oh, my God, baseball! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> baseball! So excited! It's um, back.
1: They missed. They missed uh, the first two series, so there's still. they're still playing them. 180 though. some games left, I think. Yeah, still, oh, they are. They're, they're actually they're, replaying they're them. They're going to play them. I'm okay.
0: pretty sure they are. Yeah, uh, they're going to somehow manage to fit it into a. I think what their plan is is these games that were scheduled. Yep. Like let's say the Blue Jays missed uh, the opening weekend against the Yankees. Yep. Well. Later on in the season, what in a series against the Yankees, they're going to play like a double header.
1: Oh, okay. I thought they'd play like, instead of a three-game set, they play a four-game yeah. set. so they're going to do like game. a
0: double header. All right. right. And I'm yeah, so pretty sure. Don't quote me on that one, but yeah, I think that's how they're going to do. Two questions for you. Okay.
1: How many games are you going to go to? And where do the Blue Jays finish? Or so do you want to wait till the spring training to is over? I'm going to one for sure. I'm one, going to okay.
0: one for yeah. sure. I will be at the July 29th game against the Detroit Tigers. I already have tickets. Let's oh. put it that. 50% discount with Rogers? What up? Um, Hashtag not a sponsor. Correct. We're waiting on this. It it, it, it might be announced, or maybe it's just a f- false rumor. Um, former Major League Baseball player Carlos Is it Bayerga? Bayerga, yeah. Put on his Instagram that the Blue Jays have signed Freddie Freeman. So, but he's the only one saying that. And if that's the case, well, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is our first baseman. Freddie Freeman's a first baseman. Are you just going to rotate these two as like DH first base, DH first base, DH first base? If they can get Freddie Freeman, this team is legit. Like they've got like one of if maybe one of the top starting rotations in all of baseball. Um,
1: I don't understand that move.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he's not resigning with the Braves. No, because no, because the Braves way. one got Matt Olson from, from that sucks. But and anyways, in a trade, yeah,
1: yeah. But I don't just I just don't understand why Freddie why he, like the Blue Jays you want to go get he's one Canadian of the, I know he's one of the best players in the baseball but I don't understand why you want to alternate between Freeman and Guerrero and not have Guerrero be your full-time first baseman all the
0: time. Yeah, but <sighs> people are saying now now people are saying that Vladimir Guerrero updated updated his Instagram profile to oh say to God. say Toronto Blue Jays third baseman. Oh, okay. I thought he was mad or something. So now people are like, "Oh, well, this means he's coming." Well, apparently some people are saying, "Yeah, but his profile has always said Toronto Blue Jays third baseman." So then update have, then update your freaking Instagram, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So you'd
1: have free if if he was third, you'd have Freeman, Bichette, Biggio, Guerrero. Guerrero.
0: What? And then Springer at center field. Springer center field, Teoscar Hernandez, and I'm missing one. Yeah, who's the other? Abs, I, I don't who's their other freaking outfielder? Um, oh it, my god, wasn't the
1: guy that set the home run?
0: No, a, he he signed he 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 took a deal. That was Marcus Simeon. Oh Simeon. Um, yeah, he was the oh my shortstop. God. Right? Well you find that, but yeah, I mean George Springer to Oscar Hernandez, Randall Gritchik, ah, and Lorda Gurriel Jr. Oh yeah, the guy the hair guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's
1: a that's a pretty good infield outfield. Like that's a really good infield if if
0: yeah, is playing third. Yeah, and then Danny Jensen is catcher. Reese McGuire, I think, is still around. Um, and then your top five pitching is 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 Alex Manoa, Kevin Gosman, um, Isn't uh, Tight Pants there? Tight Pants, no. Ray? He, he signed somewhere else. Oh. oh, my God. Who's there?
1: In fairness, I didn't give you time to prepare for this.
0: Oh, who? So Manoa, Kevin Gosman, they just signed a left-hander, a Japanese left-hander. Ryu? Uh, yeah, Hanjing Han- Han Ryu is the other one. Yeah. Jose Barrios. And, um, oh, my God, they just signed him the other day. Um... You see Kikuchi. Oh, that's right. Fun. So, like, literally one of the top. Like, this is arguably one of the top five starting rotations in all of baseball. Right. Um.
1: So the only problem with this team will still be the manager. I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, you. And you're, I don't fall. I'm just going off a few. I I guess tweets, if you right? want to
0: put it as manage, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like. Uh, I'm not a big fan of them, but some people like them, some people don't. But you know, if you're on a team like this, like how much coaching do you really need? I,
1: I don't know if it's so much coaching is the the right time to take out the the starter and the bullpen and and go, and that kind of stuff and and not try to get into the analytics of baseball that doesn't allow guys to see a rotation three times and I mean there's new rules I mean you can't you can't do the uh, the bases are bigger, there's no shift, there's a pitch clock. So it's kind of new things that everyone's going to have to get used to. But um, it's exciting for, you know, yourself and Dobson and all baseball fans out there. I'm not a big baseball guy per se into the playoffs. Yeah. So, but, you know, like you're with Gonzaga Low-Key, Low-Key Braves fan here for Yeah. So it's...
0: Like, it, like it's not only, like, they've got... Yeah, so Danny Jensen, Reese McGuire, and Alejandro Kirk. So Alejandro Kirk, like if you're short and stumpy, like this is you in baseball. Like this guy's like five foot eight and two hundred and sixty five pounds. Nice. That's literally me. I weigh two hundred and sixty five <laughs> pounds and I'm five foot eight. Whew. like it's yeah. Like, and this guy crushes balls. Like he, like he's he's not a power hitter, but he's a contact hitter. Yeah. Every time he goes up there, he's literally hitting a ball. Oh. Like he's putting it in play. Uh, and even their bullpen looks good. Like if you can have someone, um, like Nate Pearson in your bullpen. Where this guy was literally drafted. Wasn't as a, he the
1: next? Wasn't he the next one? Yeah, like
0: he was the next one. But their their starting rotation is so good. You can have this guy come in in the eighth inning and throw hundred miles an hour. Yeah, and then close it out with Jordan Jordan Romano. Like it's this team is very good. I got you excited, and I'm very excited. <laughs> and it's I was you know when I started getting these tweets from Jeff Payson saying baseball is back. I was like, all right, let's like LFG, like let's go. <laughs> um and then we got the email the other day about the you know single game tickets for the jays and i was like you know what if i'm in ontario i'm gonna be there the last weekend of july yeah i'm going to this game so i got my tickets um 45 bucks you know first level 10 rows up
1: it's just kind of good to see like the fans of toronto blue jays are gonna get a full season of this team, like oh, it's, they've kind of been shafted for the two years in COVID with the travel and everything. Hundred percent so,
0: capacity, at yeah, the, the Rogers Center,
1: it'll be good if this team's winning, and and that AL East is going to be some sort of a division.
0: But and even uh, last year, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just, we could be a Blue Jays podcast here. For we all couldn't we know, be, but yeah, um, just last year, you know, in you know, in those tight games in the September's, fifty percent capacity, that place sounded like it was full, yeah. And there's more Um, playoff
1: teams too this year, I think. So the Blue
0: Jays should make the playoffs. So to think that this place, with this team, 100% capacity, the Rogers Center, you know, on a a Friday night with Guerrero crushing bombs and, you know, this place is going to go off. (laughs) um, And I could not be more excited.
1: So if you want to stay tuned for the hockey talk, thank you. If you want to stay tuned for some (laughs) Blue Jays talk, Boucher, I uh, really appreciate that. But that's it for the show this week. Again, thanks for uh, downloading. Thanks for supporting. We will see you next Wednesday. The
0: following announcement has been paid for by the new world order. Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios, with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher.